Hello, pet enthusiasts. Welcome to Pet Chat. My name is Jason Zakowski. I'm the dog dad of Bunsen and Beaker, the science dogs on social media. My co-host is... Chris Zakowski, and I am the dog mom of Bunsen and Beaker and the cat mom of Ginger. Every week we bring a fun show where we break down the news about Bunsen and Beaker and uh, we play some games, there's a prize, and then we open up the community to share stories about their own animals, and that's the really fun part. So without any further ado, let's get going um, with Pet Chat. I'm running kind of like an octopus system today with all of the different social audio platforms, but I think I think we're good. Um, Chris, you were at your school all day today. I sure was. Yeah. How was it? It's the end of the semester get everything done, mm-hmm. get all my marks in, uh, make sure that my finals are all good, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I was doing. And it actually took longer than I thought. And I said, hey, I'll come home after I drop off Adam at the Royals, <laughs> um, which actually takes place at the same place as my school. It's like one-stop shopping. Yeah. And uh, I got there and I got to work. I said I was going to do a few things and then come home. Well, those few things took longer than I thought. And then by the time I was like, oh, I guess I could go home, then I pretty much would have to turn around and come back and get Adam anyway. So I just found some more things to do uh, to finish up. Gotcha. Well, I had an exciting day with the dogs, which I'll get to a little bit later. Um, I'd like everybody to take, uh, if you would like to play Kahoot, it's a lot of fun. It's five questions. Um if you're on Twitter Spaces, the Kahoot link is at the top in the, the nest. Um, if you are on Wisdom, it is Kahoot.it, and I have the pin in the title of the show. If you're listening on Clubhouse, it's the pinned link, and the pop hack, it's in the chat. Um, so there we go. We're, we're, we're everywhere all at once. That's a great movie, by the way. I don't know if anybody's seen Everywhere All at Once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I think I got, got the title wrong, but anyways. Um, okay, we'll get everybody a few more seconds to log in, and then we'll go. I see the resident uh, person has logged in who shouldn't be playing. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Chris, I still don't think you can play the game against everybody else. It's like insider trading. Who, I think, me? Yeah, like I think it's some kind of illegal what's happening there. So um, as you're logging in, we use Kahoot as this interactive game. I'll read the questions out. You don't have to play uh, as a way to break down some of the stories that happened with Bunsen and Beaker and onboard people with Bunsen and Beaker. So if you're not on Twitter, which is our main platform, you might be like, what's going on? And uh, Kahoot will hopefully get you there. I think we'll get started though. What do you think, Chris? I think so. I think so. Okay. I'm ready. All right. May or may not be playing. You are playing. I see you there. <laughs> okay. Oh, we had some people log in at the last second. Sorry, we got to keep. Uh, we got to. We got to get going. Okay. Pet chat January fourteenth. This Friday the thirteenth. Yesterday. Ooh, spooky. Um, here's the first question. Oh, it's the slider question. How many moose legs in total has Bunsen found on the farm? This is foreshadowing my story. How many moose legs in total has Bunsen found on the farm? Now, if this is a sliding scale, so sometimes you put the wrong answer in. <laughs> Last week I did. This one, I'm pretty sure is correct. Okay, what is it? All right, here we go. I like how it does the answer. Does it do the answer for you all, uh, like, dramatic? No, it just tells me correct. Oh, it does for me. It's really dramatic. Oh, it tells the person who's playing correct. Okay. It might or may not be me. Yeah, it was nine. So, uh, yeah, nine. He fa- he's found nine moose legs. 
And he got the ninth one today. That'll be my story in a second here. Very ew, very gross. Okay, we have in first place, Laura, second place, Paula, third place, Sheldon, fourth place, Smrad. Ramrod? Okay, I <laughs> like that. All right, next question. Ginger, above all other types of foods, likes this foods the most. Ginger is our cat. Fish, dog food, cheese, eggs. Above all other foods, what does Ginger like the best? Which foods? She likes all food. Well, no, not true. How come you didn't put tuna in there? Tuna is a fish, Chris. Okay, that's not fair because she doesn't like those sardine fish. <laughs> she does. That's a not a fair no, question. No, she does. She, she no, some... they grew on her. She was like, mm, oh, turned think, her nose up at them at first. I think someone's a little salty because they got that question wrong. Um, so Mary is in first. Silky, Cooper, Marshall Mathers, and Badonk. <laughs> Again. Oh, someone's Marshall Mathers. I love it. Who's Marshall Mathers? It might be. Is Teen in tonight? Yes. Is this a singer? Is this singer thing again that I missed from last week? Eminem. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Next question. It's so funny. How does Beaker always greet people no matter who or where we are? How does Beaker, that's our golden retriever, greet people? She has a happy bark. She play bows and spins. She jumps all over them. She break. Oh, this was over fast. I didn't even read the questions, you guys. She brings them anything she can get quickly. That's the correct answer. She doesn't jump on people. Um, she finds something and brings them to the person to show them because she's so happy. She'll find anything. Normally, it's a toy, but if there's no toy, it's a sock. And if there's no sock, it's a shoe. And then garbage, paper, anything. She just is a retriever and tries to bring people a prize. It's super cute. She used to jump on people. When she was a puppy. This is correct. Yeah. And then she's doing this retriever business and I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll take it too. Okay. We have in first place, Marshall Mathers, Ooh. Cooper, Silky, and Mrs. Dawn. Okay. We got two questions left. Okay. Question four. Why wouldn't Bunsen come down the stairs? I added a photo from this tweet. People love this tweet. Why wouldn't Bunsen, who's our big Bernice Mountain Dog, come down the stairs? Adam was cooking bacon. Mummy Fave was upstairs. Ginger was blocking him. There's a vacuum at the bottom. People love this photo. There's, okay, it was, uh, yeah, Ginger was blocking him. Yes, Ginger was blocking him, but because, you know what, I took the photo. I was downstairs, so... I don't know why people kept thinking that I was upstairs. <laughs> well, we I didn't specify that you took the photo. No. Yeah, it was a cute photo. Yeah, Gin- Ginger is the Bunsen's boss. Bunsen does not mess with Ginger at all. Um, and she knows it. She will strategically lie in the way and he won't go by her. Or he will sneakily like go by her very quickly. It's pretty silly because he's so big. Okay, we have, and she is so tiny compared to him. Uh, Silky, Mrs. Dawn, Bev, and Mary. Okay, last question. Somebody else is on the podium. Yeah, we're not not talking about that. Bunsen found this item today. Half a moose leg, a deer leg, a deer skull, a full moose leg. I don't know. This is one of those semantics questions again, Jason. (laughs) I know. See, when you make the quiz, you can do whatever you want. 
the correct I don't answer think I'm is a no. It was half a moose leg. It wasn't a full moose leg. It was missing the bottom half and the hoof. Um, yeah. So Bunsen did find half a moose leg today. So I guess he's at eight point five moose legs. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. In third place. Well, I gotta wait to make sure somebody didn't get first here. Okay, in third place, we have Mary. In second place, we have Bev. In first place, we have Silky. Congratulations, everybody. Um, and to the runners-up. Oh, you're off. I couldn't. I can't see. Can I share the podium? Huh? Share link via. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Okay. I don't know how I can put that in the nest, though. They have a new thing. You can share the podium on Kahoot, Chris. Why would you do that? What? What, what do you mean, why would I do that? So what you can do is you can copy the link to yourself in, uh, iMess- or in iMessage and then message to your phone, and then you can put it in the, in the chat, in the, in the nest. Okay, I think I got it to work. I think. I don't, or, know, if, I don't know if that's going to work for everybody. What you can do is you can put it in the chat. Did you do that? Yeah, that's what I think I did. Um, Don says, once oh. I bring up Kahoot, I can't access my icons. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Paula says, watch it be dog food for Ginger likes best. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, she doesn't like their meat food, though. Like the, the dogs are on raw food and Ginger doesn't eat it. Um, I've never seen her try to steal it either. Have you? I don't think so. I'm just putting the Kahoot link in the thing. You're oh in the nest. Okay, thank Discover you. Discover the winner of Pet Chat January fourteenth. Oh, you have to click on it. I see. I see. I clicked on it and it says create.it or create Kahoot. Oh, here's the podium. Mary. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. And then Bev. And Yeah, I like that. Okay. Silky. Um, but Chris, do you wanna do you want to start with your story or do you want me to start with mine? I, I would love you starting with your story because I have Sir Barks a lot yep. right now. I do hear him barking, but this is pet chat. So it's interactive dog barking. So Chris was gone all day today um, and I was busy all day. Saturday is my day to um, Saturday's my content day. I spoke about this actually. There's a lady named Madeline Sklar and she invited me on her show called Twitter Smarter. And I kind of like broke down what I do um, to run all of the Bunsen and Beaker content. And um, Saturday is my day that I plan content. So that like I, I write, I research the threads that go out usually Monday or Tuesday or Monday and Wednesday. And, and then I record the audio that goes into the short form video content that goes on TikTok. Um, and now our YouTube page. So I'm very busy all day Saturday. Plus I write the newsletter. Um, and then I also design merch and do Photoshop and, and, and things like that. So Saturday is a very busy day. So, um, I worked for a bit and then, uh, the dogs needed to go like the dogs haven't been able to go for a nice walk all day all week because we've been so busy. And by the time I've gotten home, it's been dark. So it's, I've only been, you or I have been just walking them up the driveway. They still get a walk, but it's not the same. So we went on a really long snowshoe adventure and Bunsen took off. And when he takes off for no reason, there are two possibilities. One, there's a critter or potentially a lost dog, which is one of the reasons why he took off one time. He rescued Bailey um, two winters ago. Um, or there's moose legs. 
And it turned out it was a moose leg frozen in a huge block of snow. And he hauled it all the way back home, all the way back home. And we were, we were really far out in the creek, creek bed, Chris. Like we went on the, there's three, three kind of like trails that you could take. And the third, the longest trail is really only if I'm skiing because I can go so much faster. And the other two is if you're walking, but it still takes like 45 minutes to do that loop, like a good 40 to 45 minutes. So we were way far away from home and Bunsen hauled as he does the moose leg all the way back home. And he stayed so far away that, you know, I could see him when I would come across like over rises. Anyways, I posted the video on TikTok and I posted the video on Twitter so y'all can see my misfortune of trying to track Bunsen down. And Beaker was a good girl because she, um, she stayed within, she stayed right by, right by me the whole time. Uh, and when we got back, I had to do a deal with Bunsen for like a, I don't know, what were those weird treats, those strips you had? Begging strips or something? I've never seen them before. I think they came from like Walmart. Um, but he didn't really want to trade the moose leg for that stupid treat. It took a bit of convincing um, but he abandoned his moose leg eventually for the treat and I got it and it was a half a moose leg and I put it in the compost and it was disgusting. So a common question people always have, and I put that video in the nest is why do the moose lose their legs? <laughs> and the answer is they don't lose their legs willingly. It's not like they just fall off and they grow new ones like antlers or something like that. Um, around this time of year, hunters going to hunt and some hunters are not the, you know, they don't clean up the the extremities. Some that's part of hunting in some areas, some cultures, uh, um, you know, like if you're, you're not, you're not, uh, going to take care of the animal, but it's not great to do that. I guess that's maybe not great hunting culture to do that. And you kind of like leave the bits behind that you're not going to eat. And of course the carrying animals scatter it. So that's one theory. Also during the winter, it's very, very harsh and some animals don't make it like during that cold snap, maybe a moose froze to death, even though they're like dinosaur cows and particularly almost indestructible or an old sick moose could have been taken down by predators. That's the least likely thing because while moose do have predators, there's not really predators around here that could kill a moose aside from like what we don't have wolves around here. Do we, Chris? I don't think so. We have cougars. Yeah. Like a cougar. So a cougar could take down maybe a sick moose, like an old sick moose. There's no way a cougar is going to go after a, 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 like a healthy adult moose. There's no way. I don't know if you know what you're talking about. No, they just won't. They're just, they won't. They're, 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 it's not, they they might jump on the back of the moose and the moose is like, well, let's go for a ride. Stupid cat. They're just it's too like a, a baby moose or a calf, not an adult moose, but definitely like if it was sick and old, that's how those predators roll. Yeah, I did the re- I did some research on that, Chris, because people keep asking. Um, the the biggest likelihood is it's just left over from somebody who shot a, a moose and left the legs behind and they wind up on our property from coyotes, probably because there's coyotes everywhere. So that is my moose leg story. Sorry to gross everybody out, but that was the that is what happened today. <laughs> 
Um, and for those of you in the paw pack, I've got some extra special pictures um, I will organize tonight to uh, to post. Chris, over to you. What is your pet story from this week with Bunsen and Beaker? Um, I don't even know. Oh, you're not prepared. Um, not that I'm not prepared. I just don't know which ones to share. So today I came home and, um, Bunsen was crying and Jason said, it's, I said, it's probably because he is getting geared up for pet chat. He knows it's coming. He knows that when we sit at the computer, um, and there's like talking, he says, okay, it's coming soon. I don't know. (laughs) I think he can tell time. Uh, but you said, no, 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 no. It's because he misses you and you need to, uh, give him toddler time. You need to pet him and brush him. So I did. I took him and I said, let's, let's get all brushed up and look all handsome. And so I was, uh, brushing him and he liked it. He liked it just a little bit. That's because he wanted time with you. You're his favorite person. He liked it until he didn't like it. And okay. then he wanted to play. He wanted to bow and play and be like, <laughs> I don't want that brush. I do want that brush. I don't want it, but I do want it. He was being very, very funny. And then Beaker came in on the action and she uh, was like, please brush me too. Okay. Yeah. But so, but it doesn't, I don't think it hurts Beaker as much if she has like knots and stuff or mats. Um, I just don't think it does. Why do you think that? Well, like she doesn't have gnats the same or whatever mats or not gnats, gnats or bugs. She doesn't have uh, mats the same way as Bunsen does. Right. Well, her fur is a different consistency and things like that. Um, and it's been a great week with Ginger. She um, is still trying to escape the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, please don't. And today she was oh so stealth mode about yep. it. I, I took Adam uh, to to Royals today. And I was like, where's, where's Ginger? Oh, she's far away. She's in the kitchen. Perfect. By the time we got to the door, sneaky kitty was right by the door. Yes. She's, she's very sneaky. Do you think she was an outside cat before she was rescued? Like before you and Adam found her in the, like whatever that, whatever that organization is that, um, tries to find, adoptees like do you think she was an outside cat and she just remembers that i'm not sure because we did get her when she was seven months old so there could have been a little bit of life um pre us that she experienced yeah so Hmm. we're not sure yeah she does lurk at the door like every time she knows when the dogs are going out she starts to lurk um so (laughs) anyways Okay, um, I am a, the other thing that's coming up next week, and we'll probably report on it on Saturday, is uh, it's exam break for students at my school starting Wednesday. And Thursday and Friday, uh, the students are on study time. So they, they have no school, like they have no classes. They can stay at home and study, or they can come to school and study, or they can book time with teachers for help. And uh, that's that's when I bring Bunsen and Beaker in. It's kind of a gray area. They can't come in when class is on, um, but they can come in during exam break. And all the kids, they just were asking me every day last week if Bunsen and Beaker were coming into the school for exam break. And the answer is yes. 
So they're all very, very excited to see Bunsen and Beaker. And I bring them in on alternating days. So Bunsen will come in one day and Beaker will come in the other. Um, just be so that each dog gets kind of like equal attention from all the kids. So I want to ask if I can bring Bunsen and Beaker into my school. I know you're at the high school just, now. Yeah, we just this week had a service dog, a service dog in training named Katya. And students could book 15-minute sessions with her, and she was in something that we call the birdcage at our school. Hmm. Um, and so we were we learned about it on our Tuesday morning meeting. We have a meeting, and mm-hmm. the counseling team said, hey, um, we are bringing in um, a service dog in training. She's from the Red Deer Public Library, um, and the Learning Commons team, that's our library team, they worked very, very hard to to get this in motion um and i said i'll be there and i was i went i went upstairs and i went and saw her and uh then i went to my class and i said to my class okay no promises but you know if you would like to go see the service dog let's kind of make a group um because there was a sign-up sheet, but not all students knew about it. And mm-hmm. I said, hey, you know, maybe you'll get a chance. If not, you know, I'm sorry, but at least we tried. And, of course, I had students who wanted to go down, and so we did, and we were able to spend more time with her. And the students really, really benefited from that experience. And she's so cute. Um, she's an English um, uh, chocolate lab, so oh. a little bit on the... A little bit on the smaller side, yeah, um, yeah, and but she was licky, so the, <laughs> they probably the loved handler, that though. The handler was like, "Leave it," right, trying to oh. to stop her from licking, but she was licky sticky. So that's a that's a behavior that is going to have to be curbed if she's a successful uh, service dog in training. Yeah, did you find though when the kids like they just like everything got quieter, like they were excited, but then they just were quiet. Like that's what I feel. So, it just knocks down. It just has a calming effect on, and this is high school kids. So they're not like wild to begin with, at least for me. But like when there's a dog, they're excited. They're like, Oh my God, it's a dog. It's a dog. But then they're just like, whew, it's just like, that's a calming effect on all of the kids. Interestingly enough, there was a mutual relationship. So initially they thought that they just wanted two or three students with the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, at a time, but what they ended ended up finding is as they brought in a few more uh, students, the dog calmed down too. Yeah. So the kids were calm and the dog was calm and mm-hmm. man, she was cute. I just loved her. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Like with when Bunsen and Beaker are in my classroom and then kids are coming in for tutorial, they might, you might hear them being rangy, like, like kind of like, woo, you know, being high school kids and laughing and joking as they come to the classroom and then they're really excited. But then it's just like, it's calm. Like everybody's, it's just very, very neat. Um, It's the power of having animals in the classroom, I think. Okay. Um, Should we move on to the next phase, Chris? Let's move on to the next phase. Okay. So I would like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Bark and Beyond Supply. Hey, wait, I got, wait a second. Here we go. Today's episode of Pet Chat is brought to you brought to you by BarkandBeyondSupply.com. BarkandBeyondSupply.com started as a small family-owned business that made joint supplements for dogs, but then spread out to make toys and treats and t-shirts. You'll notice in the nest on Twitter, there are some cool little links to a t-shirt and Valentine's Day stuff for your dogs and your cats. 
Hey, how's that with the music, Chris? I love it. <laughs> I want to get some Valentine's Day treats. You want to get, oh, it's still going. You want to get some Valentine's Day treats? Yes, from you. Oh, so is that what you want? <laughs> I had that one ready. Um, so in our other sponsor is actually the Paw Pack. The Pop Pack is sponsoring this space. You'll see in the nest, it is the community that Chris and I created. Um, a lot of people who are listening today are part of the Paw Pack, and it is a paid community. You can support what we do or um, also join it and, and support us with all of the extra goodies that you'll find there. Every week we add more content. And um, this Sunday, we're having a big live meeting with the Paw Pack um, to discuss everything that they want to see more in in the paw pack so we're also sponsoring today's pet chat the paw pack is sponsoring it so if you if you love bunsen and beaker content and you want even more or you'd like to uh, support us the paw pack is a way you can do that okay let's go to the community so if you would like to share a pet story or if you have questions about us, maybe questions about moose legs, um, go ahead, request the mic. We will bring you up and uh, then you can you can chat chat about that now. While we're waiting, I see Indra is in the space. Hello, Indra. Indra is our partner. She runs spaces on mindfulness, meditation and wellness. Um, I think they run Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, I don't know if she's got any uh, anyone's any scheduled ones yet, but I'll throw those up in the nest um, if those happen. I can probably put a recording up there from the last one. Here we go. This is a recording. I'll put that up there. Okay, Chris, do we have anybody that wants... Is my mic dead? No. Oh, okay, good. Um, if you'd like to share your pet story, come on, request the mic. Jason, I would have told you if it wasn't working. Really? Yeah, I would have told you. I would have said, uh, "Mayday, Mayday!" Remember the peace sign? I would give you the peace sign. That's our that's our signal for alert. Do alert. you remember there was a couple at? Do you remember when you were pregnant with Adam, and we went to like couples thing, whatever it's called. What is it called? Lamaze class? Sure. We went to the thing and uh, you, we were like, where they teach you what to do and everything goes out the window anyways during labor, I felt. But um, there was another couple and they were like... Um, you were sleeping. Was I sleeping? Well, yes. um, okay. Um, <laughs> well, let's keep it real. Anyway, the couple, go ahead. Yeah. Anyways, the couple, uh, they had like their sign language, their own sign language. If the if the um the lady needed water and she's like going to make a little w with her and i was like oh my goodness i don't think that's going to happen when labor starts i don't think they're going to be that organized maybe maybe i definitely woke up when labor happened but before that i think i was sleeping you were tired and okay. that's okay okay so we have <laughs> we have kathy hello kathy Hi, Jason and Chris. How are you two tonight? We're good. Good. How are you, Kathy? Really good. Thank you. So I have a little story about Ella. Um, we have mounds of snow in front of our house. I mean, <laughs> mounds of snow. And then we had a freezing rain. So now they're icy mounds of snow. Oh, fun. But 
of course, Ella loves it. And she's been really good. My husband can let her out. She has, you know, a leash attached to her, but not attached to him, or he'd probably be flat on his face somewhere. <laughs> um, but she goes out, she runs around a little bit, she goes, she comes back in. Well, tonight we were away part of the day and she must have had too much energy. She took off. And we were really, I mean, upset. My husband looked everywhere for her, couldn't find it. Oh, no. But I, but I remembered a trick. I got in the car, backed the car out, pulled it out on the street and yelled, Ella, let's go for a ride. And she came charging from somewhere, the neighbors, somewhere <laughs> back by the neighbor's house, and zipped into the back seat of the car. Oh, my. So Ella, then, Ella's like Bunsen. She loves car rides. She adores car rides. <laughs> if, if we say a sentence that has the word go in it, she's in front of us, her face, in front of my face. Oh. Come on, I'm going, I'm going. Um, but it... So we know we're going to have to be kind of careful. We have an invisible fence, but in the winter with all the snow, no, it's oh. not. She knows enough to know that it doesn't work. Um, so we're just we're just going to have to, you know, watch her more carefully or have the car ready all the time. So she go out. <laughs> um, uh, many of time I've been coming back from taking the dogs for a walk as Chris has been coming home from something. And uh, it's dangerous because Bunsen does hasn't he he's a country dog right so he doesn't yeah. understand vehicles at all like he is not grown up with the dangers of vehicles so right. he'll run he'll charge at the van because he knows Chris is in there and then to oh. to keep him safe I think Chris on just opens the door and he just like in one smooth motion jumps into the car because <laughs> he loves car rides so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ella's actually of all the dogs I've had. She loves the car the most, and she's the best rider. She sits in the back seat perfectly straight up like she's a passenger. <laughs> That's like Bunsen, too. But Bunsen gets <laughs> tired, and he slumps. Like, he tries to find a way to sleep. So, but he's so well, they're so big. They are like people, though. Well, and the other cars go by, and you see the double take after yeah. they've gone by. It's like, what is, is I love, that back? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she's she's going to be an extremely well-behaved dog. Even when people come, she almost never jumps. The only one she does a little jump on is my sister because she's so excited to see her. Oh. So we've made a lot of progress with her, but oh. we're going to have um, to do some outside work with her when it's safe to do so. That's good. Yeah, That's but awesome. Yeah, Bunsen's not a jumper, but he does bark. He's so happy he barks at he's he yells at people when they're they come to the in the house. For about thirty seconds, he just yells. He's like, "I am so happy to see you. You are here now." Like he just. <laughs> yeah, well, with Ella, it's full body movement. She does a little tippy tap with all four feet, but she knows she's supposed to keep four feet on the ground. So, oh. well, that's good improvement. Yeah, quite an improvement. Yes, everybody notices it too who comes. So that's good. Oh, that's good. So Sue Rudin in the comments wants to know if you took Ella for a car ride after she got. I did. I did. the The first time we had to do this, I was just so happy to have her in the car that I just pulled back in the driveway. And Tom and I both agreed. Okay, that was a bad move. (laughs) So this time I took her. There's a little loop we can do through our neighborhood, up past the gas station and back home again. 
And um, so I took her on the loop and she was perfectly happy. When we got in the garage, she hopped right out of the car. Oh, that's perfect. I love that story. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I hope you have a great evening. Come on, people. There must be other stories out there. Yeah, it's the quietest pet chat we've ever had. Um, I'm just gonna give a I'm just gonna give a shout out to the folks who are listening on Clubhouse. We've got Cindy Lou, Guinea, Mary, um, Leticia, and Kay. Um oh, we have a raised hand from Guinea. I think that's Ginny. Ginny? Hi, Ginny. Did you want uh, Ginny's uh, talking from Clubhouse, everybody? So she'll be coming through yes. my icon. Ginny, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I've I've had a long history with pets, with rescuing pets of all kinds, of having big dogs, of millions of dog stories, and uh, it's just I adore them. I have a cat now. I can't have a big, I love big dogs and I cannot walk a dog anymore. So mm. I have Scooter. Ah, uh, what a, what a great name for a cat. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. He was a rescue cat, but he's not, uh, he does not have the attitude of gratitude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, he doesn't chase bugs. He doesn't pay rent. He's very, um, uh, I hear an echo. I hear myself echoing. I don't know if you hear that, but uh, he is very uh, cat-like, and that's I I love him for that. And he is very much conditional love. While all the dogs I've had were absolutely unconditional love, <laughs> and and just um, uh, Scooter is a bit different, but he is my companion now. So. Uh, we we share an apartment and he he can be very nice and and pleasant when he wants to be <laughs> you know, he's, but i have oh gosh we had three gigantic dogs and we had johan sebastian bach who was a great dane oh you had a great dane lucky yes. they're just cool and, dogs the only problem with them is they don't live long. Mm, you know, they, yeah. uh, uh, and he had epilepsy. Oh, no. And yes, and I gave him pills and I, we did the best. But one time he, this is awful, had a seizure. And, you know, they foam at the mouth. And the only thing, I, I would get a broom and I would hold him kind of down so he didn't hurt himself. I went to get the broom and I slipped and fell down next to him. Oh, no. hurt my back oh no was, i'm thinking this is how it's going to end here I am. oh my here. goodness there's a dog having a seizure <laughs> me flat on my back but it's you know i've 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 been through a lot and that wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to me so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but dogs have been uh the love of my life and my husband worked for the federal government so we moved a lot mm. And we always had two or three dogs and a cat or something. And it was, you know, moving back and forth across the country with animals. And that is, uh, I had a good friend who was doing the same thing because with their federal jobs, we, you know, were with the same kind of people. And they, mm. this woman was traveling across the country 
and she by accident gave the dog her antibiotics and she took the dog's a sleeping pill. Oh no. <laughs> she realizes she's getting very drowsy <laughs> and she was wearing her high heels and they had put the fish on the floor of the car in a bag and she went to reach for the dog and stuck her heel through the bag with the fish and the fish are all over the floor and she's <laughs> falling asleep. It just it's just what happens when I have stories like that of, you know, the wives of federal employees or <laughs> if they're in the Army, the, the, the things that the wives go through. Um, my husband went from a GS, which is a government service three, to a GS 14, and we moved every time. And I said he got the GS and I got the BS, which <laughs> was, you know... <laughs> Dealing with the dogs and the kids and getting a new place to stay and and uh, <laughs> just so many things. And I did not get plaques or awards like he did for oh. anything I did. <laughs> well, you should have. You should have got a trophy. I, I should have. You know, they should have. They gave the My husband got a plaque if he sneezed. You know, they, <laughs> they, they, they just, um, and the thing is, when he passed away, I had boxes of these. What do you do with them? You know, I mean, it's it was just, I would like to, that's such a big waste of money, but I cannot, uh, you know, start with what the federal government does that I don't like, because that would be a whole other thing. Anyhow, that's, you want somebody to talk, I can always talk, but I'll let I love you have it. them. I love it. On Twitter, you're getting a lot of uh, heart emojis and... Uh especially when you said you fell down next to your dog, um, shark emoji, uh, sh uh, shocked emojis, not shark emojis. We do need yes. some shark <laughs> emojis. <So>. Yes. <laughs> it was awful because I was laying there looking at the dog and the dog, it just, um, it was like, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think but Bob was a, a, he was the sweetest dog. Mm. And I had another dog. I had a, um, it was a mix, but it was more of a a terrier mix and very, uh, you know, a big dog, but very excitable. And it, it, it the dog would want Bach to play, and Bach would want to play, and this dog would bring a toy over to Bach. Bach would hold it in his mouth, and the other dog would drag him around. <laughs> so Bach was the ultimate lazy Great Dane, so... I love and it. I follow Great Dane on Twitter, on no, on on uh, Instagram. Uh, that is called Larry, and Larry is very funny. So, well, we'll have to it. we'll have to check that out. Um, thank you so much for coming to Pet Chat tonight and sharing your story. I really appreciate that. Um, Chris, have you ever accidentally eaten or taken a dog's medication? I think I ate dog biscuits one time. They looked like cookies. I'm pretty sure. No, but the other day, so remember Adam had his wisdom teeth out? Yeah. And I got his medication from London Drugs, which is where we go for our prescription medication. Yeah. And um, his pills were in the same containers that mine are because I take blood pressure medication. And so I almost took like his loopy doop uh, medication by accident. <laughs> okay. That's too yeah. bad. No, it didn't happen though. That's what that woman did. She took the dog's uh, loopy-doo pills and, and gave 
the dog her antibiotics. So. <laughs> well, the dog was probably good for uh, b- bacteria for a while. Yes, yes. And I'll, I'll tell you another quick story. We lived in West Texas in one of our moves, which is nearer to hell than you would believe <laughs> because it was dry. We had, I didn't know tumbleweeds really existed. I, I didn't know they were a thing. I'd, we had tornadoes, we had scorpions, but we had every kind of creepy crawly thing. And my kids decided we were going back and forth between, we lived in Fort Worth and we're moving to Big Spring. And uh, when we came back to Fort Worth, the kids, unbeknownst to me, had collected a bunch of scorpions and <laughs> creepy crawly things they were going to put in those, you know how they put them in those paperweights? Mm. And they put them in a shoebox and were driving down I-20 and they knocked the box over and <laughs> let all these creepy crawly things out in the car. That's karma. <laughs> That's yes. karma right there. <laughs> yes. Well, I I got to Fort Worth and I, I, I went through that car. I mean, but it was still having to drive a distance knowing those things were there was i've been through many challenges it's a wonder you know that i've lived this long (laughs) (laughs) that is a that's a creepy challenge right there um right uh guinea can we go to um uh, somebody on twitter as a speaker thank you for sharing your story tonight okay i believe we brought sarah up on twitter Go ahead, Sarah. Actually, Paula's been waiting. Oh, is it Paula? I'm so sorry. Paula, Paula then Sarah. Paula has been waiting for a very long time. Uh, sorry, thank oh. you. No, that's okay. How's everybody doing? We're good. Hi, Paula. Hi. I, I have to um, laugh at the story from the previous lady about um, Great Danes. I had a friend that had a Great Dane, and she had a pooper scoop like three times a day because like having a pony in the backyard. <laughs> but anyway, um, she must love the cartoon Marmaduke because Marmaduke was one of my favorites growing up, and that was about a Great Dane too. So that and was Scoob- cool. And Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo, yep, Scooby-Doo also. <laughs> but my, I had to reiterate on something that Kathy said about dogs escaping as a dog walker um i had a puppy lab a labradoodle and she was you know pretty you know maybe eight months nine months old but she was pretty big at that point and she was in a harness but she slinked out of it and booked off and there's nothing worse than being a human being trying to keep up with something that has four legs forget about it and i was mortified because there was a lot of busy streets around the block that i was um you know, walking the dog and I was too far to get back to my car. So I had to start knocking on people's doors to see who was oh, home no. because yeah, cause I was so scared the dog was going to get hit or cause it just took off. I didn't know where it was. So we grabbed one lady, thank God was mom and she was home and we jumped in her car and we started going around the block. And then she says, well, she says, I don't see it. I says, well, let's just park and one spot and I'll just keep trying to call her. Her name was Blue. And so I said, Blue, Blue, come on, we're going for a ride. Well, I can relate to Kathy because out of the woodwork comes this dog bounding like for a car <laughs> ride. And I'm just saying, I'm saying like novenas, like, dear God, please have this dog get in the car. And she did. She just like, she just leapt in the car. We opened all four doors and then boom, she went right in. So you know, I, I can relate to that story because, boy, oh, boy, there's nothing worse than losing your dog. But that car ride thing, if they like to ride, it's like the magic thing. <laughs> so I just had to relate my story. 
Thanks, Paula. I appreciate that. Thanks, Paula. Okay, so next speaker we have is Sarah, and then after is Love for Dogs. Hello, how are you? Hi, Sarah. Good, We're how good. are you doing? Good. Um, I, I wanted to comment. You guys had a tweet. I think it was on Bunsen and Beaker, and um, you were talking about um, traveling with your dog. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. can't find the tweet. Um, um, I commented on it on the Charlie account, but um, I'll find it. I always, I always, oh, how do I keep, if someone asked, how do I keep my dog safe when traveling? What advice would you give them? Um, we, we exclusively um, only travel with our dogs. Um, <laughs> we find pet friendly hotels um, and, and we sort of have learned to map out what rest stops are dog friendly, where can we, you know, bring them. And I thought that was such a really good topic, but um, you guys live in a really harsh winter climate and so do we. And um, sometimes our, our um, freeways get shut down and for hours and hours and hours. And there were, um, there's always people that are traveling with dogs on freeways in these harsh climates that, you know, that are trapped there for eight to mm, yeah. 12, sometimes 24 hours. I'm sure you guys have seen that there in your area as well. Right. Uh, yeah, I believe when it was very, very cold and snowy, uh, they did shut. <laughs> um, this is going to be very Canadian, but there's only really one road that connects all of the major cities in Alberta. So, um, they shut down our one road. Um, <laughs> yeah. And people will get trapped there for hours and hours and hours. Well, a couple of years ago, and this is why, you know, when people travel with dogs, I, I just, I cringe, especially when it's um, harsh conditions, you know, either extreme heat or extreme cold. Um, we were trapped with both of our dogs um, two years ago on a, on a freeway that had mm. gotten shut down um, because of a slide. And there were people you know, knocking on windows, um, asking if we had, asking people if they had things like dog food and water. And it, that your thread, yeah. your tweet reminded me of, we don't travel anywhere without a, a, a water to last at least a couple of days. We always have like the big Costco pack of water in the, in the car. Mm -hmm. And we always have big Tupperware bowls of dog food. And when we were trapped a couple of years ago, we were handing out dog food and water wow. and we had blankets because, you know, people think that it's just going to be a quick couple hour trip and they don't need it. Well, we were trapped on that freeway for 14 hours and handing things out like food and water. And um, we have this little, um, those space blankets. I bought like, 40 of them on Amazon and we were giving them out to people with their pets. So I'm always, I mean, I saw that tweet and I was like, Oh, it, you know, finally somebody's, you know, somebody put something like this out there and it just occurred to me that, you know, when you travel with your pet, at least have enough food 
for at least 24 hours, enough water for at least 24 hours, and then have your blankets, your leashes, your harness. And then we always travel with their little light up, light up collars. Um, because, you know, when we were trapped, we had to take the dogs out and walk and we're walking along this side of the road and we wanted people to see us. And so, um, what was funny was, as we were walking, people were rolling down their windows. Where did you get those collars? Where did, those are the coolest things because people could see us for miles with our hot pink light up and our bright blue light up collars. And I think, you know, when you're traveling with pets to be mindful that it's not just you in the car that, you know, that needs these emergency supplies. It's also your pets. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's really easy to find pet friendly hotels and, um, pet friendly rest stops and, uh, just to really be mindful of that. And so I really, really liked that tweet. I loved it. It just makes everybody think a little differently. One thing that we need to do as a family a little bit better at is um, like click up Bunsen and Beaker. Sometimes we do, but most of the time we don't. Like they're wearing harnesses and we used to click them up all the time. And um, it's something that we need. To, like I was just thinking about that, Chris, that we need to kind of revisit. Um, but we do make sure the dogs have uh, like <laughs> we I clean out the the big I don't know what kind of milk people have, but we have milk jugs. If you go too far east in Canada, it's milk bags, but we have milk jugs and we, uh, we clean those out and then we fill those up with water for the dogs before we go anywhere. And there's usually like two of them. So it's eight liters of water, which would last them like that would last them a couple days. Um, so yeah. that's smart. It's and even, in, but in food too. Yeah. That's something to think about. Yes. Yeah, we were so surprised at how many people didn't have like these basic necessities for their dog. And we were mm-hmm. handing out cups of food and we were giving them water. And um, some people didn't have leashes or collars. So we were handing those out too. And they what? were bringing them back to us. Yeah. Because they just traveled without leashes or collars. Well- well, sometimes people, you know, um, you get trapped out there. Maybe their maybe their trip is only supposed to be an hour, oh, yeah. and you know, maybe they're just going from one city to another, heading home, and assume they had some time. But we have one of those huge totes, those huge like Rubbermaid totes, and we keep it full of supplies and space blankets and things like that. Mm. Um, because I don't want to get trapped. I would rather go without food and water than my poor dogs. <laughs> and then part two is um, our little Sydney, uh, our big fat Sydney, who's our um, beagle. She has to go in for eye surgery. She has cherry eye. And she's having that next Thursday, um, her second surgery now. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're going to get that taken care of. And she has an ear infection, so she's not feeling very good. But she's still mean and spunky. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're hoping for a good recovery there. I mean, it's always scary when dogs go in for surgery, for sure. I know. And she gets, she sees, it's so funny, she sees the vet. And when even when we drive by it, we have to distract her because she'll bark at it. She doesn't like it. <laughs> she knows oh, that no. that's the bad place where oh, no. they, they poke her and prod her and she doesn't like it. So we were able to get a prescription for a sedative to give to her before we take her so that she's not so traumatized. I get it. I mean, if I had to be poked and prodded, somebody would probably need to sedate me too. So, 
I just pass out when I go to the hospital and they have to give me needles or take my blood. So it's a, it's something my body does to make the, the trip go by faster. So <laughs> it's so weird. I'm not scared at all, but I just have to warn them, you know, I mean, take my blood. I'm going to pass out and boof. That's the end of me for that for a bit. Sigh. It's just so bizarre. I just, I don't understand it. I, I can't help it. It's like syncope. Do they have to put the big collar on you, the big plastic collar too, Jason, so you don't bite? <laughs> um, the last time I had to get my, I had to have a brain scan um, because um, uh, Chris was worried. And so I, I, they had to inject a dye into me to go through the MRI machine. And I told them, I'm like, I might pass out when you inject the dye. Like, I'm not scared. Not, I'm not scared. Like, go ahead and do it. But I might pass out. And when I woke up, I was in a fighting stance because I do used to do martial arts. I'm a black, um, black sash and kung fu. So I, I kind of like I must have passed out and then sprung up into some kind of fighting stance. And the nurses were like on the other side of the room and they were calling security. It was a whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened. I didn't know why I, you know, so. So the answer is yes. They need to put the big dog. Yeah, I don't know if I would. You. I don't know if I would bite. <laughs> So, well, thanks, Sarah. Thanks for coming tonight. Yes, thank you. Okay, our next speaker is uh, Love for Dogs and then Sybil Rice. Uh, Love for Dogs, go ahead. What did you want to share tonight? Um, greetings, everyone. I am very happy to be talking to you today. Um, it makes me feel very happy to see there is a place in the world where dogs are not only considered as animals, but considered as loved ones as you, uh, as you consider them as loved ones. And hearing you guys speak about dogs the way you do has made me very happy and has given me much joy. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you could join with us tonight. Yes, thank you so much. I'm glad I'm given the chance to speak to you as well. Uh, today I want to talk to you about a dog. He's called Benson. Um, this dog is suffering from mastitis. I found him on a street on the streets a couple of weeks ago, and his situation was really not that good. But he's cute. He's prayerful. Um, Is he in your profile? Could people check it out on your on your profile? Yeah, yeah, he's in my profile. He's in my profile. Okay. Uh, when you check out my profile, you can get to read all about him and um, what he needs. You can see the situation he's in and all that. Okay, thank you. Um, people could check that out by clicking on, if they're on Twitter listening, they can click on your profile and then check that out. Thanks for yes, being. Yes, but yep. it's really, it's really very disappointing that I am not in the position to help Benson out. Okay, well, you know what? Thanks for bringing that to our attention, and uh, people can find out more information by going to your profile. Okay, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being part of our space tonight. Thank you. 
Okay, uh, I believe our next speaker was, uh, and it is it is unfortunate when dogs are injured for sure. Um, we do we Chris and I see dogs as family members, as do I think nearly everybody in the space. They are pets, but they're also our family members. One hundred percent. Our next speaker is Sybil, and I think your pet is named Precious, but I'm not quite sure. I kind of scrolled through your uh, feed to uh, to have a little look, and if you could let us know um, what you would like to talk about, that would be great. Thanks, Sybil. Yeah, her health is uh, pretty good. She has a lot of pain but she's doing good. Okay, awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad that um, she's doing good. Do you have a pet story that you would like to share with us tonight? I have uh, three dogs, and they like to get out in the in their backyard. And I have a great game mix, a black lab mix, and a chihuahua mix. So if you like to know... Well, my black lab mix sometimes likes to escape the my front door and shoot off into the front, shoot off out into the front door and be an escape artist. And that is <laughs> <laughs> funny. She's a little stinker. I call her a little turd at times. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny as sin. And it can be daunting at times because they go out screaming, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> and it makes me go into an autistic meltdown at times and I go and I go nuts. <laughs> I also have a cat named Gonzo who likes to knock things off my coffee table. That sounds oh, familiar. that is a typical cat. That sounds familiar. Ginger does that all the time. I say, why is she such a bad kitty? And Jason says, she's just being a cat. Yeah, they you can't subscribe. Yeah, they, they don't know it's bad. They'll never know it's bad. It's just what they do. Yeah. Yeah, and he likes temptation streets. Oh, <laughs> he is so addicted to them. They're like kitty crap. <laughs> I love it. Great stories. Thank you for sharing. And I'm going to drop down to listener mode if you don't mind. Well, you know, I appreciate you came up, coming up to speak and joining us tonight. Thank you. Go ahead, Sarah. Thanks. I'm sorry. I wanted to share one more thing. It just reminded me. Um, somebody had mentioned like injured dogs. My, um, my son, who's in the military, my youngest son, he's stationed in Texas, and he and his wife on Thanksgiving um, at the end of November um, were giving out food to some um, homeless people in the area um, in tech, in El Paso. And there was a, a gentleman that had a injured dog. It was um, a German Shepherd mix. And he had apparently scraped his nose on a fence and it was it was open and bleeding and my son said to the guy does your dog need some assistance because you know he was his face was just cut wide open and the gentleman got very upset and said yes but I can't afford it mm-hmm. 
And my sweet, sweet boy, um, it makes me want to cry, but he offered to take the dog um, off this gentleman's hands. And he oh said, I, I can, I can, he didn't know what he was going to do with the dog. He lives on base and the military only allows two and they have two dogs. Um, and if you get caught, if you violate the rules, you know, you could get into some serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. The military so, doesn't play. <laughs> no, they don't play. And so he calls me and my son is all upset and his wife is upset. Mom, mm. we just, we paid this guy a hundred dollars for this dog. What do we do? And I said, well, you take him to the vet and, you know, send me the bill and, and we'll take care of that. And then you need to figure out what you're going to do with them. Well, they took him to an emergency vet and they, they stitched him up. He required stitches and quite a bit of medical care um, because he had fleas and oh, it was, he was, it was awful. Mm-hmm. So they, they were able to get him the next day. Well, in the meantime, my son went to his superior and he said, I know there's this dog and he's, he's injured and he showed him all these pictures and you know, it's wonderful when a dog lover as his superior was said, I'll take him. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yes. So he, that he lives just down the road from them on base and they went the next day and they picked him up from the vet and they took him and we get, his name is Sarge. And we get little updates on him all the time that Sarge is doing well. Sarge is very happy. Um, but it just it Here. broke my heart because he was so he was so injured and mm. probably would wouldn't have made it because um apparently it had gotten infected under his eye and he required a lot more medical treatment. Um and uh, my son said to his superior, you know, my mom said that she'll she'll cover the costs. And he said, no, 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 I, I've got it. He's my dog now. And so now Sarge is like their streets mascot because he's <laughs> just happy and he's healthy. And um, they have a Facebook page for him, you know, Sarge the Wonder Dog. And it's just hmm. so sweet. It's just so cute. Um, it just, you know. Animals and animal lovers are a different breed of people. That's so cool. What a nice story, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Aw. That's pretty sweet. I know. It made me <laughs> it made me so I was just like, oh, you know, sometimes you always wonder how your kids are going to turn out. And that, you know, when my sweet son, when he did that, that just that told me all I needed to know about who he is as a as a person, you know. Aw. That is an important quality, how, how people treat children and animals. That's a big, important quality for how people will be as humans. Um, well, I think that's kind of a good place to kind of round things up, Chris. So before we get to the draw for the $20 gift card from BarkinBeyondSupply.com, our sponsor, um, a couple things I thought I would mention. The first one is the texts from Bunsen print copy book is the prototype is on its way to us. So we will have next week a printed copy of the text from Bunsen book, and we will have a pre-sale for that. So that's going to be happening in the, you know, a week from now or so. So that's kind of exciting to have a book that we created, Chris. I don't know. I think that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Um, 
and a lot of people held off on getting the ebook because they they really wanted the print book, and we heard that. So there is going to be a print book of text from Bunsen, um, and uh, so that's that's something that's cool. The other thing that I I've been working on, and it's it, it doesn't have a lot of content yet, but it will, and that's our YouTube channel. We had a you we have a YouTube channel, and it was basically just a place that this automated program would post the podcast episodes. Um, but I've taken some, I've done a whole bunch of research on YouTube and I am a newbie, but there's going to be some, some content on YouTube that you won't get on Twitter. It's going to be YouTube specific content. And of course the pop hack, uh, you guys will get that. So if you haven't subscribed to the Bunsen and Beaker YouTube channel, I mean, we'd love for you to do that because that helps in liking and sharing our, our videos on YouTube. The other the other reason is that we heard from folks as they left Twitter that the that all content that's on Twitter or content that's on Facebook or content that's on TikTok is inaccessible to people who don't have accounts. And I was thinking about that over Christmas and I'm like, you're right. Like, if somebody doesn't have those accounts, they can't see some of our videos. They can't, they can't see our pictures. Um, so having YouTube is at least a place that people can see our content, our shorts, which is our small, uh, 60 second videos or the longer content that we'll be putting there. So it's just starting. So when you're there, you'll be like, Whoa, there's two videos and 10 shorts and a whole bunch of weird audio only posts. Um, there'll be more <laughs> for just starting. So I thought I would mention that before we wrap up, Chris, with the prize draw, do you have anything else to add? Yeah. I just wanted to talk about a comment that was in the chat about following uh, a story in the UK, Sophie from Romania. Um, I've been following that story and she's a very timid dog um, and she's just making so much progress um, as the days go on. So you could follow Sophie from Romania. Just, uh, you know, I always like an underdog story and and dogs that um, gain confidence and and flourish. So Sarah's story was absolutely phenomenal to mm-hmm. share um, that flourishing story for Sarge. I couldn't find his uh, page on Facebook. I, <laughs> I definitely creeped uh, Facebook to see if <laughs> I could find that, but I, I couldn't. I think it's on a community. I think it's on the, oh. El, I think it's on an El Paso oh. military community where oh. he's listed. Oh. So oh. you might be able to find it there. I don't have Facebook, so I don't know. Uh, or it might be like a private group and that's totally fine too. Um, but that's all I have to share. I just, uh, wanted to also talk about YouTube, but you already took care of that, Jason. And just that the content, um, that we're creating is also going into our paw pack. If you're interested in joining the paw pack, because there's excellent science and communication that's happening there. And I would like to thank everybody who stepped up to speak tonight. It's uh, wonderful to hear all of your voices and your stories and your passion for pets. Thank you. All right. If you're listening on Wisdom, give me an emoji so I know that you're there. Because sometimes the numbers lie. If you're listening on, on Wisdom, give me an emoji. I see there's three people on Clubhouse. Hello. And we've got um, 35 people on Twitter right now. Some people dropped off, so they're not going to win the prize. Okay, so I will do a random number for 40 people. Here we go. Normally, I'm a little bit more organized, but I wanted to check all the different sites for who's listening. Okay, so we have 
If it gets over 35, we go to Clubhouse. That's how this is going to go. It's 37. Somebody from Clubhouse has won today, Chris. So that's amazing. I know. Uh Jen Jen, that's that's you are number 37 in the queue. So you are <laughs> she's clapping on Clubhouse with the emojis. Okay, Jen Jen, you this is the first time somebody who has won listening that isn't from Twitter. Um barkandbeyondsupply.com. Jen, if you if you're comfortable dropping me your email address in the in the chat or we can talk on Clubhouse after. I'll get you in contact with BarkandBeyondSupply.com for your prize. Um, so we'll figure out a way to, for you to for you to get the prize. Okay, and that's that's a wrap. All right, everybody, thanks for coming tonight. Um, what a fun show! Not so much uh, fun with uh, dealing with Bunsen and Beaker and the moose legs. And I, I'll echo Chris. It takes a lot of courage to speak. Thank you for everybody who spoke. Sarah's heartful stories. Kathy's rescue of Ella. Um, Paula shares its great stories. Check out Love for Dogs as well. And a couple of the other speakers who've dropped down to listener. Uh, Guinea, thank you for sharing your stories on Clubhouse. And to the listeners on Wisdom, thank you for being there and supporting us. Um, and it's Ginny. Ginny. Sorry, Ginny. You know what? You know what? I'm going to screw that up. It's Ginny. Who is the other person I kept messing their name up over and over again? Everybody else. Okay. I'm so terrible. Okay. I'm going to say it wrong if I say it again. So thank you on Clubhouse for listening. Um, if you if you want to listen to the recordings of Pet Chat, it's on the Science Podcast podcast feed. SciChat will be back. That's our other show on Tuesday. We'll be back in February. But Pet Chat is going to be tomorrow next week on Saturday. Same time, same place. Okay, take care, everybody. For Bye, si- everyone. For science, empathy, and cuteness. See you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, check out Indra's spaces. Check out Indra. Follow Indra. Um, she'll have stuff going on next week. On and Jason, where's the where's the bark and the meow? What? We usually about? end with you usually end with a bark and a meow. No, I don't. What are you talking about? I've never done that. Every time, and then I always say meow. This you... <laughs> meow. Okay, we have to. Ginger meows all the time. It'll take two seconds to get audio from her. I just have to pick her up and she meows. So I'll do that and I'll put that on my soundboard. Okay, people are still listening to this. We we like end the show and we have this inane banner that means nothing and people are still here. <laughs> people are still listening on Clubhouse to this nonsense. Okay, um, we'll see you guys next Saturday. Bye-bye. Next Saturday, same time, same place. That's right. Okay, bye wisdom, shutting you down. Okay, goodbye. Twitter spaces shutting you down. Bye-bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Ending. Okay. And then, hi, Clubhouse. Um, didn't even expect this. Yeah, we there's a prize every week in Pet Chat from our sponsor. And usually there's only, you know, like three or four people listening on Clubhouse. So the random number never, ever gets to to clubhouse but it did today i will send bark and beyond your email and um they'll get back to you it's a 20 dollars gift certificate to their website so jen jen meow if you have pets you can do a little shopping on their website with that 20 dollars gift card okay i will uh, dm them right now through twitter they're only on twitter unfortunately clubhouse is uh just audio right for the most part so
they have awesome stuff on uh, barkandbeyondsupply.com. Just double checking that I got it. Okay, we're good. Okay, I've sent them an email, Jen Jen. Um my you can like you can can you message through Clubhouse? Yeah. So if you don't hear anything back, you can message the Bunsen and Beaker account and say, hey, I haven't heard back. And um I'll get you hooked up with them. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Okay, I'm gonna close the Clubhouse uh room though. Take care, everybody. Come back next week. We'd love to see you. Bye.